Father, I thank You that You are the Spirit, God. We wait upon You. It says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there And Father, You come like the wind. And we don't know and see You, only we can know by the Spirit, if we're connected to the Spirit. Many people are connected to religion, tradition, legalism, but are they connected to the Spirit? Because if you're connected to the Spirit, you know what is the Holy Spirit and what's not the Holy Spirit. You don't have to ask, debate, or question it because your Spirit bears witness with that Spirit because you're one with God. And many people don't even know what is the Spirit and what is not the Spirit. And that means we're just babies. And God's raising us up to know Him. See, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they didn't know the Spirit. They knew of God, but they didn't know Him. By the Spirit. This message is called, What Do You Need? One thing we do that is religious is we move on need. There are so many things people need. And we know that everybody needs salvation. And we know that everybody needs love. And, and, and basically everybody needs Jesus. But Jesus didn't give Himself to everybody. Everybody needs healing. Everybody needs deliverance. Everybody needs truth. We can go on and on what people need. And you don't even say what people want. But I'm talking about what people need. But Jesus isn't even moved by the need. Nevertheless, the wants. He doesn't really really care what you want. He'll give you the desires of your heart when you want Him. So, God said... That he, he said that Jesus, he sent Jesus in the world to save and to heal. Why doesn't he just do it? He can just do it. Because he has his ways. And his ways are higher than ours way, our ways, and his ways are not our ways. A lot of our ways get in his ways. And we're always getting in his way. And a lot of us are so tired and worn out because we're doing things because we're doing the need or being moved by the letter. Look at one, there's one day with the Lord. It says Jesus, His biggest enemies, were who? It wasn't the lost, it wasn't the sinners, it wasn't the, it was the religious people. It was the people that thought they knew God by a book, but they didn't know the Spirit. Because Jesus moved in the Spirit 100% of the time. Even though He was not spirit, He was in the flesh, He was moved in the spirit. Because the Spirit of God was in Him. He was the first one to have the Holy Spirit in Him. And now we have it in us. Amen. So we're supposed to be moving in the Spirit too. But many of us are moved by everything but the Spirit. Now Jesus once in a while was moved with, with compassion, but not by compassion. The difference between being moved with compassion and by compassion means He was moved because he was compassionate inside of him, he was moved. He was, he felt for them. But to be, but was he led by compassion? Sometimes that feeling of compassion led him to do something, but he weighed on the spirit that probably did it because that person must have had faith. Jesus was also drawn to people by what faith? Faith draws him. Faith will draw you if you're if you're being led by the spirit because God is the God of faith. Amen. So what God does is he draws. You to people with faith. And God also resists people the same way you would if you're being led by the Spirit. 
People don't get that. They just think we just got to do. Oh, I got to go. That's why religion does fulfills all thinks their whole mission is to fulfill everybody's needs. And that's why in religion, and when we're religion, we begin to fall asleep when the anointing is gone. You're like, what is this? That was the best message. You see people like not even with because they're not in the spirit. They know the God. And then I heard this from somebody this week. Enoch walked with with God. Some of us, oh, most of us walk with the Bible, but Enoch walked with God. This didn't come from me, but somebody else. Just to make that clear. But I thought it was really, really good. Alright? Enoch didn't say any. He walked and he opened the Bible up. And then, because he read the Bible so many days and so many times that, uh, you know, God took him up. Because he was so diligent in reading and knowing the Scriptures. No, because he was in a relationship with him. Because he obeyed him. Because his ways pleased him. He got favor from the Lord. Don't you know that even in your life, people, you're going to have... People are going to get more favor from you. It's not that they're not—they don't love that person anymore. It's because there's something about that that created that favor in them, because they can trust them, they love them, they want to give to them. Because it's not a point of doing that because we love everybody doesn't mean we're going to have the fa- like favor is not something that is earned or believed. Favor is something that is supernatural. It happens. Because if you try to get favor, you'll just move in the flesh and become a man pleaser or something. You, it has to, it's a natural thing that happens. You move in the Spirit all the time, you're going to have favor with so many people. Because people will be drawn to the favor, of, to the Spirit. That brings favor. But, and God gives favor to people. It's just like that. It's like a son he has to chasten all the time. He's not going to get favor until he starts to do the right thing. Then he's going to get the rewards. Even if you diligently seek Him, if you're always doing things that on the other side that are God's has to, is not happy with, then you're going to be in this place. Well, well yeah, God, I'm, I'm seeking You. Yeah, but you're not obeying Me. Sacri- obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. I'm seeking You. Yeah, but you're not humbling yourself to let Me change your heart. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking. See, religion seeks, 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 but they don't have. Mm-hmm. Relationship is already one. They don't need to really seek. They have. And they do. So let's go to John 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus at night. And he said, Rabbi, know that thou art a teacher come from God. So there he's, he's decreeing and declaring that he knows that he's coming from God. It's funny, they all say, yeah, he's from God, but then they don't want to listen. This comes from God in the beginning, and then they get mad, and then, oh, that's not from God anymore. Okay, so God left. No, that's called religion, witchcraft, uh, confusion. Right away, you should know if someone's from God or not. Yeah, I get in a room, and I know everyone that's saved in that night. I'm not going to preach a salvation message, because religion does that every single service. That's what the old wine did all the time. It's like, and it's like, they get mad, and they're in that practice of that. And it's like, why? Everyone here is saved. How do you know? Because my spirit told me. <laughs> what do you, how do I know? Because God didn't say, do a salvation prayer. Plus, salvation prayer doesn't even really do anything. Preach the gospel, and if they're not saved, my gosh, they're going to run out the door, run to the altar if you're preaching the Word. Because the Word's going to reveal Jesus and going to convict them their heart of sin, as of the Bible says. So, that's why we can't stand religion. Religious people begin to hate you because you don't, 
you, you, you don't have time for the nonsense. You already wasted 10 years doing that. Why are you going to waste another two when God opens your eyes? So they're like, who, does they, who do you think they are? Who do they think they are? Who do you think they are? And you're like, I don't think nothing. I can't do nothing. I'm just following Him. Man, I followed me for so long. And before I was saved, boy, that really got me down. When I wasn't saved, I don't want to be in bondage with myself again. Wow, I was in bondage with myself again. Then I was in bondage not only doing what my flesh wanted. Now I'm in bondage with myself doing what my flesh wanted, thinking that I'm doing what He wants. But all He wants me to do is listen to Him and do what He wants. And to open myself up that I can be changed into His image. So He says, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily I say to you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, when we know you can't see the kingdom of God. He's saying you cannot understand it. You cannot perceive it. You cannot understand how it, how it works unless you have the Holy Spirit in you. And that was the problem. They couldn't understand how Jesus flowed and worked because all they had was religion. They had a lot of word and letter and they knew they thought they knew in their theology everything about Him, but they didn't know Him because He sent Himself, duplicated Himself in flesh form and they denied Him. Yes. So... What does that tell you? And when you're being duplicated in His form, and you're getting, the more you're changing and becoming more like Him, it seems like the more you're being alone. And the more people reject you. Wait, this isn't really, wait, we're supposed to be kind, loving, and good, and everybody's supposed to you know, be like Him because He's acceptable and everyone wants to receive Him. But actually, the Bible says it becomes opposite. Because the Antichrist spirit, the religious spirit, the spirit of the age, hates the truth. Once you become more affected, because you're more affected, why? Because you cannot be manipulated by the seduction. You cannot be manipulated by the witchcraft. You and you you get grown up in that where nothing, where what used to put you in a tailspin, makes you guard your heart, makes you know, whole total different. It's growing into maturity. People say, "Oh, he used to be so nice." No, he used to be trying to please God and be nice, but now he's just doing what God wants. Why isn't that nice? To God, that's the way He wants it to go. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? And how can enter into the second time in his mother's womb? And see, we all know this now, but we, if we weren't saved, people are like, What are you talking about? Today we read this, like, What do you mean born again? How people all the time, supposedly, they go to church and like, What born again? What's that? Well, you must not be born again. Because if you question, argue with the things of the Spirit all the time, you're really not part of the Spirit. So, if there's a Connellini Spirit, well, when Jesus comes, He's supposed to manifest whatever unclean spirit there is. Just So, just because nothing ever happens when you preach and teach doesn't mean you don't have any spirits. It means God's not really there manifesting the wrong spirits. So you think you're safe because you're dead, but actually you're just... A, 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 a root of vipers with spirits and scorpions in your monk yourself amongst the religious community. Uh-huh. Actually, that's what it is. Because yeah. Satan can't cast out Satan, neither can... Right? And a kingdom divided cannot stand. So when the glory comes, Jesus comes off the boat from the shore and the demons just start screaming, Oh, leave us alone! Mm-hmm. Well, you come there, they, they get drawn to the building because they want something. They all want to be free. They, got, they want religion. They don't, they don't want to go to hell so they, God gets them there some kind of way. And then He shows up and the demon manifests. And the demons go crazy. And Kondalini manifests or this spirit, spirit of pipe, whatever spirit it might be. And then all of a sudden, because God, something's happening, it's the devil. 
Well, since when? That means wherever Jesus went and things got shooken up, Jesus was up. That's what they tried to say. The, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, because nothing ever happened when they walked down the street. That's right. And they didn't have favor. They just had religion. They had people, a lot of people, following them out of fear and putting yokes in them and don't want them to be uh, rejected and chastised or put, put off or kicked out of the temple, money would say. They said they know he was God, but many of them kept their mouth shut because they know if the Pharisees knew and believed that he said he was of that, they'd be thrown out of the temple. So many people didn't say anything, but in their heart they knew he was real. And that's what a lot of people are doing now. They got their mouth shut, they're staying where they got to stay, but they know that it's real, but they know that they don't want to get thrown out of the temple. But then, again, Jesus throws people out of the temple. So he answered, said, I said to man, be born again. He said that, now they marvel not that I say this unto you, and you must be born again. The wind blows where it it listens, and there heareth the sound, therefore it cannot tell whence it cometh and whether it goes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. In other words, I don't know where I'm going in Nicaragua. Someone made a schedule, but the Spirit is going to move. And I might go to a place, but I might not do nothing if the Spirit doesn't blow. You understand? If I might go to a restaurant and not say nothing to anyone about Jesus. Well, if I get caught up in a in a, in a procedure or in a in a place where that's all we have to do, we live under bondage of doing formulas and, and practices where we're not being led by the Spirit. But I might get led up to stand on the city bus and say, hey, and preach the gospel, and I never did that before. Well, the Spirit wanted to do it that day. Or we just go on the bus every day, and that becomes our, our thing. And the evangelists do that. God calls them, moves, there's a way there. But... All of us are talking about being led in the Spirit. Not all of us are called to get on the bus every day and do that. And if we do it on the bus every single day, then it can become a, um, um, works. And they're dead. Sometimes nothing ever happens, but they heard the, heard the gospel, which is not bad. It's good. So that's not we're not bashing that, but there's a higher and a better way, right? Where it's not only good, but it's God. Amen. There's a lot of things good. I was went on there just for see the first time in months and months, and I was like, well, let's put on God TV and this very famous singer going on now. She's selling tickets to the, you know, the concerts and everything. And all these people, they're not obviously, of course, they pay to go in um, to the place because um, most of them are $87, $137. And I was like, wait a second. And we're going to bring it up. And I start talking about this person. And guess who was preaching that day? The famous singer. Because she's famous. And I started listening for five minutes. I'm like, oh my God. It was good. She talked about her relationship, the wilderness a little bit for a second, and how and where we are, and God, and doing, and about her children. And I'm like, but there was, there was no anointing. That's right. Zero anointing. Why? Because she's not called to be on that pulpit. Right. She's called to be where she's supposed to. See what happens when you get famous, and you get all that, and everybody wants to see you? And wants to be where you are. And then all of a sudden people are being drawn by, 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 I need to hear, I want to get, because they got touched by thought, and they think this person can touch them in every realm of their life. That's why God's raising up the giants with a five foot minister, because every part is needed. And that's the problem with itinerary ministry, is you, you begin to, you know, I mean, I, I, the old, old one too, like they sing the songs, they preach it, they get on there, I mean, some of those guys, I'm not even going to mention some of those ones on TV, and they do it all. And then they get to the Oregon, and they do this, like, my gosh, does anyone else get to do something? 
And it's like stay in your lane. But it's like now, and on this is like how much money does that cost to be? Or do you just get that to get people to be, whatever the, the, the manipulation is to have it all done, it's all for the system of religion. It's like people are getting nothing, something good. You can get that from, you can get that put on any of those churches, anywhere in the world and get something probably better than that. Because at least, even if it's a little hometown church in a city and if they're not religious or some kind of denomination that's killing the Holy Spirit, you'll get more if that guy was ordained to be on that pulpit than this person on God TV because they had a, uh, 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 they had five million views on their song on on YouTube, and you know that's what's going on. It's like now you and, and they do it all of them. I've seen all these people, and they want to and then they want to preach about worship. It's like where's that in the Bible? Let let the Holy Spirit lead them into what they're supposed to do. Let the messengers preach. Let the singers sing. Let the psalmists bring psalms. Let the evangelists evangelize. Yeah, that's 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 the problem. Big of the problem about about these whole big pop, famous thing, you get you, and yet so that's what and what no, just because they're spiritual, they were not being led by the spirit. No. So, and of course, oh, then people say, "Whoa, my daughter came back because God, you know, God didn't put it in a box. He'll use anything, anytime, any place to get to get something." I people say this all the time when you say, "Well, I don't feel you're supposed to do that or go there because you're spiritually doing that." You know what they say? Those first they say. Well, well, I talked to someone about the Lord and they said it when I bared witness and all. I said, like, yeah. I, it's like, yeah, but really, yeah, what do you think? Everyone's moving in the Spirit and God's never going to do nothing until everybody's gifts in the Spirit? No. If that was the case, you probably wouldn't be saved right now. But there's a higher way and there's a way that God wants us to go. And Jesus said, and He said, where the wind blows and Nicodemus answered and said, because remember, it said the kingdom of God is not by observation. Now, I can say, well, it kind of is if you want to say, if you see a demon come out, but that's not really because Jesus says, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then you know that the kingdom of God has come to you. So, but you can't see it, but you can see that the kingdom showed up because of what follows. So you don't look for the kingdom, you look for the trail of the kingdom. You see what I'm saying? Like you can... You, you're looking for the because if you're looking for the guy with the mirror, he might not be moving in that. It might be something else. So if you're seeking manifestations, you're not seeking the kingdom. You're seeking the trail of the kingdom, and that's not Jesus. It said these signs and follow will follow you. If you follow him, let signs follow you. Don't follow signs. We were never called to follow signs. We were called for signs to follow us. And very I say to you. But if you speak that which you know and testify what you've seen and you receive not our witness, if I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you heavenly things? It's like, why am I going to waste my time telling you things? And that's what people are like. They want to ask you, saying, man, da, 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 da. I'm like, three times I said, you don't get it. I'm not going to keep giving you something and you never get it. Something's going to happen with you and then come back and when you get it, then I'll keep giving it. But I can't keep giving it and you're not getting it for three years. And it's just like, when are you going to get it? You know, people's like, you just don't get it. And like, and it's like, because they're being tossed by religion or need or, 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 or circumstance. So what, what do we need? We all need to eat. But God says that we're not to be led by our belly. Is your God your belly? No, Jesus. And He's Spirit. So, 
Let's get into this more. And it says, A man has ascended to heaven and, and came down from heaven, even as the Son of Man which is in heaven. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man shall be lifted up. And a lot of people think that's... And, and the religious are like, Let we lift you up. And they sing it. They think it's lifting his name up by your voice. No. He was talking about, When I be lifted up means nailed on that cross and lifted up and die. All men will be drawn unto me. Why? Because I'm now... I've taken the curse and turned it into a blessing. Right now, I am going to send my spirit on the earth to draw all men unto me because it's the Holy Spirit yeah. in man that's going to draw them to me. It's yeah. not going to be the need. Right. They need him. Yeah. So you preach all the five hours. They need it. And they're like, Do I get it? This is that. It's like things, if you get moved in the spirit, God knows what people need. And if they don't need, and if they don't want him, he's not going to give them that, what they need. You got to want him to get what you need from him. You can't get what you need from Him just because it's a need. Also, I'm going to give you some more points in a second. And whosoever believeth in Him should not perish. And then everyone loves to read this one or two verses. Whosoever believes in Him shall not perish and have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His Son, and that whosoever believeth on Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That is so true. But there's so much more in the context. For God sent His Son into the world into the world to... Con- um, not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Why? Because why do you got to condemn something that's already condemned? He that believeth on Him is not condemned. He that believeth not is condemned already. See? Unbelievers are already condemned. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were good. No, I mean, we, they were evil. For everyone that does evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he, see, he's talking about deeds being reproved. There's a whole thing about it. And he says, and then Jesus said, and his disciples in the land of Judea, and they were tarried with them and baptized them. He said, among Aaron and Solomon, go down to verse 24. And John was not yet cast into prison. And then arose a question between some of John's disciples. Now he sees some of John's disciples. Okay. What are you talking about? About purifying. What do you mean? Like we do in the temple, we go and wash our bodies. He said. And he came unto John and he said, Rabbi, he that is with thee, Beyond the Jordan, to whom thou bear. See, John did. He said, Who was with you? And you bear witness with him. So the people that bear witness with John bear witness with him because they knew John. And because they knew John was of God, and John bear witness, and then you know him, and you know that's how God brings the remnant together by bearing witness of the Spirit. You not, might not know Him, but everybody better know Him. And if you know Him, you're going to know Him. And if you don't know Him, you might not know Him. That's right. Because He's coming from Him, and we all come from Him. Right. So if we all come from Him, we should know each other. Amen. Unless we don't all come from Him. Pharisees and Sadducees thought they came from Him. No, they, they knew about Him, but they didn't come from Him. And people are going to come to you, and it's not going to be from Him. Just because they talk about Him doesn't mean they're from Him. 
The devil knows the Scriptures and trembles. The devil even believes. If we don't get in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you will not make it. I don't care if you can quote the Bible backwards from Revelation to Genesis, and you can do it in Greek, Hebrew, and whatever. You ain't going to make it. You ain't going to know what Revelation means. You could have your own theory, have you listen to 10,000 theologians. All it's going to get you confused because everyone has a little different take on it too. The more I try to get that, it's like, oh my gosh, this guy said this, this guy, this guy's about the rapture. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wait on you, Holy Spirit. And what are they seeking all that when they just should be seeking knowing Him? And He said, He baptized, okay, and then He came under the Jordan and the rabbi, and He said unto beyond the Jordan, whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptized all men and come unto Him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing Amen. Just say this after me. Amen. Amen. Can receive nothing except it be given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but they, but that I am sent before him. He's saying, bear witness, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. But I'm still in the Scripture. I'm still part of the plan. All of us have a plan. We're all part of the plan. He that has the bride is the bridegroom. But he, but the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him, rejoice greatly because the bridegroom's voice. This is my joy, therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. And he that is of the earth is earthly. See, everything on the earth is needful. The system of the world, we operate on need. How do you know? Because God told me. Show me that in the Bible. Well, I'm going to tell you how He told me. We need this and that. And that's why we do this and that. The world says we need an education, so we go to school. I need that because the world says that's how I get that. And as I need this to get that... Then all of a sudden, now I'm operating in the world. Well, maybe the Holy Spirit had a whole other plan for your life. Yeah. Or He'll use the things when you were in need, now in the Spirit, to get more people to advance in His kingdom. Now, we need money to live. But Jesus says, you don't need anything but me. Amen. So, in me is all things. So, in the world, we live off need. I need a house, I need a car, I need a wife. Jesus said, in me are all things that you need. So we basically, in the world, they live off need, and they always need more. The problem with the world is, your need never stops. Because because you're always in want. In the kingdom of God, we're supposed to not be in want. And God gives us all of our needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. It isn't only the blessing because that one church gave to Him and He said all that. From that chapter, but he's basically saying everything that we need, because it says, Seek first the kingdom and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you, not only unto you, but your whole household, if you're all seeking the Lord. So basically, I need the world to you need this, you need that. You need well in America, you definitely need a car, you need friends, you need, you know, it's all need. It's all need-based. We live from need. In the kingdom of God, we don't live from need. 
We live from relationship, from walking in the Spirit. Yes. So why have we, because of religion and carnality, Christian, that we always, that's how religion gets something. He said, Paul said, you started in the Spirit, but why are you in the flesh? Oh, we need to sacrifice again. We need to circumcise. We need to read our Bible. We need to do this. We need to do that. Religion says, I need, I need. And then we need to feed the poor. But if you're in the Spirit, God will feed who He needs to feed when you get there when He's doing it, if you're led in the Spirit. Because you're not the Savior of the world. He is. So religion operates by need and then even others' needs. That's the big problem is they, we need to go build houses because they need houses. But just because they need it, you're still operating the world. The world does these humanitarian acts too and so will the Antichrist. The turtles need to be saved because they're going extinct. Who said that? If they go extinct, then maybe they're supposed to. You said you need turtles, God. If they go, if, God, if they don't exist anymore, God can create more, or they're done. But God said we need to multiply. Why are you aborting babies when God said you need to reproduce and multiply? They like to live on their needs, and they change their needs into the end of their wants, into their own desires of the Antichrist, but not of the needs of what God says what we really need. We need to be baptized. We need the Word. We need to eat His flesh, drink His blood. We need all these things, but we do it in the Spirit. And he says, I must decrease, you must... And he says this, and he says, For have not heard and testified and that no man received his testimony, that received the testimony and set in the seal of God is true? For whom God has sent speaketh the words of God and given us the Spirit by measure unto Him? So, the Father loves the Son and given Him all things that are in His hands. Now he says, we're sons and daughters. I'm going to get into that in a minute. And he said, He who believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believes on the Son shall not, uh, who believes not on the Son shall not see life. See, there's the whole ending of John 3, says, whoever believes on me shall live in a, a, eternal life. But the wrath of God abides on him. So he's saying, you hear the gospel, you see the gospel, you see me, you can even believe that I'm real, but if you don't believe on me, he's saying, on my words. Because even in Matthew 6, you'll see. So there's where we all have this this, this big thing that actually makes the whole world, makes everything in the kingdom, and it makes the whole thing, makes it its free will. Because God can do anything. And the funny thing with God is that He made it like He doesn't really need us, but He needs us because He made need of us. Um, let me see how He gave me this. Don't get nervous. I'm probably going to skip this on out. <laughs> She's here like, no way. Alright, where do I have it? Okay, I wrote it somewhere. When I get to it again, I'll, if, I, if it was a little off, I'll correct it. But he said, he has need... Actually, I put it on my phone because I got it in prayer this one. But I'm, okay. He doesn't need us, but he needs us because he made need for us. He made it that way. So now it is, he's using that, but he, doesn't, he, can, he could have done anything his own way, because it's God. God doesn't need anything. But he made need of us because he made it that way. You guys understand what I'm saying? So we have to do it his way. And in the kingdom, we operate in the spirit. And a gift without the spirit can be a distraction, a sounding brass, a disruption, and divination. Just because we know something does not mean you need to do something. That's the problem. Oh, I know this. All about this person. About this person. About. Doesn't mean we do it. Doesn't mean we move. 
God will move us and then there will be good fruit. People think they know some. Some things the devil's showing them something they don't know. But they think it, they know and then they go and make a big mess. The only thing I've ever seen Jesus move, His Spirit was by faith. He wasn't heading to heal the woman that was a Gentile, Samaritan, whatever she was. She was desperate. She came and I think it was someone or her daughter or something and and then Jesus rebuked her. Well, she, her daughter needed something. Oh, what, a, what a nasty man, Jesus. And, and, and he's disrupted, and, and he called her dog. Oh, my God. Just thinking, imagine me doing that right now. By the Spirit. Because God might do that. And... But then he said, she said, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall off the master's And then her faith moved him. So, you can be walking down the street, mind your own business, and someone might have faith, and God knows that, and, and the Spirit will move you there. But if you see somebody in the natural, and they need food, they need clothes, oh look, they need a job, and you run, that's what religion, they run after the need. They're not led by the Spirit. Sons, little as I said, religion is run, runs after the need, and the world runs after the need. We need to get, we need to build bridges. We need a cleaner environment. We need to do this. We need that. We need to get a new president. Some would say. Some would say we need, uh, you know, what? Else? It's like need, 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 and like in the kingdom, there's no. We don't need to do nothing. What are you just sitting there, waiting on the wind? The, yeah, where's the wind? The spirit, because. We're waiters on Him. So it's like, wait on the Spirit. Eagles don't stress out to get where they're going. They just soar. Religion, that's why we can blame the chickens and the eagles. Carnal carnal Christians are ground. They they eat in crap and they live in crap. And they peck at each other. And that's what all happens in the religious system. You don't do this, you don't do that. But in the Spirit... Is love, joy, peace happening and the fruits start to come. And God basically wants us all to move in the Spirit. That's what He's doing. We're learning to be led by the Spirit of God. And then when more people are led by the Spirit of God and some people aren't, you begin to notice. And when you notice, then there's then your spirit gets grieved. But in religion, oh, what a nice... This person, oh... It's like you can take someone and give them a ride somewhere every day, and all of a sudden, someone in the tr- in, around in your thing, they'll start getting greedy. Wow! Like, why do you keep taking that person there every week? What's the problem? Oh, bro, I'm just serving the Lord. Are you, oh, you are, because in their mind they are. But it's like everyone's like, you shouldn't be doing that. Why? It's in the Bible, right here. We should do this, and yeah, but. Is that right now for you for this time? Or are you working in the flesh? And then what people do, they run around working in the flesh and they bring the whole list, I've done this, 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 and this, and I'm so... And when are you all going to do something? When are you going to feed the poor? When are you going to do... And they all beat everybody up and then all of a sudden they're like... And everybody starts doing something because it's what they think they need to do. And it isn't birthed out of the Spirit. It's good. I'm not, I'm not back... But they're called dead works in a sense because Jesus said, you know, repent for the dead works. 
And that's what Revelation 2 and 3 is all about. A lot of this dead works, not hearing them. You say you have a name, but you're alive, but you're dead on the inside. Why? Because the Spirit's not moving you in. You're being moved by me. Oh, you go to hospital. What's the first thing you need to think you need to do? I gotta go pray for someone that's sick. What if God wanted you to go to the hospital just to walk through the hospital? And he was gonna go talk to someone and come out of you. Or what if you just supposed to go to the hospital and it wasn't even it was somebody in the timing of the parking lot? Prayer chain, let's start praying. Okay, they're great. But do you think God needs a prayer chain to do what he needs to do? Do you think He's waiting on them that this many people to pray for grandma, whatever, that's 98, that's supposed to be dying because God planned her to die. And everybody, she's dying. And then everybody prays to stop God's will for her to die of old age. I'm not saying of sickness. And even if that's what is happening, because not everybody doesn't, right? And so we, and then we get upset with ourselves because God didn't heal her. Then God will show you, he, pray for that person's foot or that back. Once and, and then you see the fruit. And then Jesus gets glorified. And then, or people get really, they, they go there and God, and God says, say, all right, you want to do it that way? I'll start healing people with your gift, but you're never going to be in a relationship with me. But I won't heal a few people to learn to teach you to move in and with me so you, we can be dynamic about it and I can get all the glory. Or you can get your little glory and have your names and, and take numbers of that and, and give your whole um, weekly testimonies of all the stuff God did with your ministry. Your ministry is the big one too. And then people, because God does move, God will supply all of our needs. When we focus on needs, we cannot focus on the Spirit. It says focus on Him. He knows what people need before they even ask. See, religion does that. There's times that we will pray. It's in James. But how many know that? Do you, do you ever thought that maybe some people in the Bible were a little religious too? Because Jesus said some things and Paul said some things. Do you believe that there was a lot of religiosity that God was delivering them? All coming out of the... Out of the you think they're all perfect? Since when did people join the church and were perfect? So because they called all the elders and laid hands in the prayer of the faith, saved some, didn't save all of them, because what we're doing is we all do that and think it's being led by the Spirit. It's not. It's being led by religion. And they all do that, and they have to again, bring in, send your prayer request into the big TV station. We all pray, and everybody thinks. And of course, the reason, the only reason that's happening, not because of the TV station or the man, because... God saw that person's faith for him and he's going to recognize and he's going to get glory out of that. But why do they need you to call them in to tell them what happened on their show? Unless they want glory. Right? So it's like, oh, and then what do you do? Things? So then more people do that. More people call in then you get more and then we get more money and the whole thing goes like the, and if you have a need, call this prayer line. No. It's not why we call prayer line. It's called prayer line because you want them to pray. And you want to come in faith and believe in. But, you know, even the prayer lines get to the point where, you know, mostly it should be people don't have anyone to talk to and you, you might be able to, now, and you might call somebody and you don't even want to pray. But you're involved with that. Religion, you're going to pray no matter what and nothing's going to happen. 
I would just call, hey, I don't feel like praying for you today. I call for prayer. Well, God doesn't want to say anything. <laughs> Boom. They'd be like, you're, well, you're fired. We're not going to hire you on or let you work on our, um, you know, um, little booths. You know, they had nothing with the phone. Call the prayer line. And the number of calls, it's gone. And then we got 50, 50 volunteer workers raising money. And everyone, you know, goes on and on. And they call, and God moves sometimes. Yeah, there's going to be, because it's God, those people. It's about the people, not about the, the whole system. John 5, let's see a day, and, 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 and a day with the Lord, kind of, and him walking here. And he's walking down the pool of Bethesda, and there's all kinds of impotent folk there, right? All bunch of them. A bunch of them. There was blind, walled, withered, wavered. And they're all waiting for the moving of the water. And tradition had it that the first one in the water would be healed. There's some people say there's all of them. Man, I'm not going into that. I'm going about, let's not even get into all that with theologians and all them people want to do and all this stuff. Basically, let's just focus on what did Jesus do when He came to this, this traditional place? The troubling of the water stepped in and made whole whosoever disease He was. Let me get back to the Jason. So, do you not think that Paul was led to do something and they kept doing something and maybe something didn't happen and something's going to happen like the prayer call thing. But God led Paul to do that because he couldn't be somewhere. Now we make it a tradition that we're going to do that. Yeah. And if you go to the most religious nations, no offense if you're listening, but they're so traditionalist, they separate women and men, they take off their shoes, they do this because they saw in the Bible but it's not by the Spirit. And then again, they come up with oil and they, because these stories in the Bible. So they're, it's, it's rich, ritualistic more than spirit-led. Yeah, right. And God doesn't get moved by, the, by rituals. He gets moved by the Spirit. So they're all waiting for the troubling of the water. And a certain man was uh, uh, 38 years with an infirmity. And when Jesus saw him lie there, he knew that for how long the time was the case, he said unto him, will thou be made whole? He's like, he asked him, are you going to be, are you going to be made whole? Or maybe he was thinking, you're going to make it down this year? <laughs> because you've been trying all these years and there's always, you had no man to help you. But now I'm here, the son of man. <laughs> and are you going to be made whole? And that's what God says, Look, are you going to trust in the Spirit or are you going to trust in your traditions, in your formulas, in your the ways that you used to doing things. You know, that's why schools are so damaging. They give you their way of doing things, and if you get off of the way they're doing things, then you're disruptive. But if everyone in that school would just move in the Spirit together, mighty things would happen. We can't be led by a script. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus saw a lie, and whether he's... The evidence answered him, Sir, I have no man... And when the water's troubled, and Jesus she, she, she said, I, I know the story. And he said, and then rise and take, take that bed and walk. One word. And immediately the man was made whole. Immediately. And he took his bed and he walked. The same day was on the Sabbath. Now, Jesus got led to that man by the Spirit. Now it said there were many people. It doesn't have any record that he healed the whole place. Now we have other scriptures that said Jesus healed all that many that were sick and diseased. There was times that he healed the whole place. At this particular time, um, he didn't heal the whole whole thing. He healed that one person. 
Now, that person might not have looked like the one that had to be healed that day. That person might not have looked in as bad a shape as the person three people down from him. So if we're led by the need, we might just move out of the Spirit and go pray for the guy three three people down and nothing happens. And then we go away sad and say, Oh God, I pray for all them. Please use me. And he's like, I was ready to use you, but I wasn't healing him today. I was healing that guy today. But I'm going to send someone else. I'm still going to heal him, but it's not going to be through you. Because God doesn't do anything unless that person might have been the one that day was moving him by faith. We can't try to, you know, that, you know that's the problem. It doesn't mean you get a gift, you go to the hospital every day, and you're, going to, you're the one that's going to empty the hospital. There's a way. If you empty the hospital by the Spirit, then that's going to bring God glory and something's going to happen mightily in the whole city will. But if you don't do it, if you do it by a gift or by your own desire, then, then you're just... And people do that. I, I think it's... And then false signs and wonders start happening. And Jesus does things without you even knowing because He follows His Word with these signs and wonders when you preach the Gospel. You don't even need to be walking. Many are filled with the Holy Ghost at the preaching of the Word of the Holy Spirit from open, and they then again to speak with other tongues, right. with the Spirit bearing witness that they received the Spirit. That's right. The Jews therefore said unto him, Thou was cured in the Sabbath day. And it's not lawful. Well, according to whose law? It wasn't God's law, man's law. Just because they have a have a have a big robe on and a, and a stick and a title doesn't make it their law or make it God's law. Makes it religion. <laughs> Makes it an ordinance of, of that. Doesn't mean, and you can't stop God. And he said to the man, which said unto them, Take up thy bed and walk. And he that was healed, wist thou it was, and Jesus had conveyed unto him, a multitude being in that place, after Jesus findeth him in the temple, he said, And behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which made him whole. Therefore did, did the Jews persecute him. Well, there should have been a real good party. If they were walking in love, now we go on mission trips, all that. why is everyone persecuting if they're supposed to be part of the church? There's salvations, healing, deliverances, and people hate you. Well, all because they might not be of the Spirit. They persecuted Jesus. They didn't even weren't even happy for the guy. What what miserable people. The guy's lame his whole life, 38 years, and this group of people was just mad because they didn't heal him. It was Jesus. It wasn't done in the temple, it was done at the pool. It wasn't done in the way that they wanted it, waiting on the angel. They probably made the whole thing up anyway. Probably they were hanging around the temple, and they probably lied and made that story up so they'd get away from the temple all the time and lay by the pool. Who knows? Because they were right. They were liars, right? I'm not saying that happened. I'm just making an example. Who knows what what story behind the story is? And then there's the story behind that story, and the story behind this story, and this story goes on and on. But there's only one story we want to listen to and follow. It's the story of the Holy Spirit. It's being led by the Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit telling us about this word today? What is He bearing witness in your heart? What he, he just wants to set you free. And it goes on to say, Whosoever, and He says, See it, the Son can do nothing. Here, this is what. 
Then he answered Jesus unto them, Verily I say unto you, the Son of Man can do nothing of himself. And verily we say unto you, religious people, we can't do nothing of ourselves. But the Holy Spirit that does it through us. So don't get mad at us or don't get mad at them or just get mad at God. Oh, you don't want to do that. Well, that's what you're doing. Nothing of himself unless he sees the Father do. For what things soever doeth, these also. So what did he see? God come in form in a vision and go down and heal the guy and then he backed up and then he went and did it? No, his spirit was leading him because God is spirit. And those that worship him must worship it in that manner. And those that follow him must follow him in that manner. And those that preach of him must preach in that manner. Amen. And that's it. So when he's saying he's seen, he's seen, he's seen in the spirit. Because our inner man leads us. And we should say, I, I do nothing unless I see the Holy Spirit doing it. And when we don't see the Holy Spirit doing it, that's when people get a little irritated. Because they want to all be in one spirit. And then when people just want to be seen or heard all the time, it might be the truth. The one with divination was the truth when she was saying, this is the way of the Lord. But it wasn't of the Spirit. It was of another Spirit. It was a word of knowledge. It was all knowing. It was the truth. But it wasn't Holy Spirit. So it brought a distraction. It, it came and it wasn't anointed. Because <coughs> the anointed went and cast that Spirit right out of her. And the only thing that is anointed is what is of the Spirit. God doesn't anoint the dead. He doesn't anoint religion. He only anoints that is what is done of the Spirit. Amen. And that is Jesus. And He is Spirit and He is life. And through our belly shall flow the rivers of that. Yes. So He says this. He says, And showeth Him themself do it. He says this. The Father loves the Son. And, G and we can say the Holy Spirit loves us. And, and Jesus loves us. We're sons and daughters of God. And He said, And the things himself do it, and he shall show greater works than these, that you may marvel. For as the Father raised up the dead and quickened them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. For the Father judges no man, but has committed all judgment unto the Son. That all men shall honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. I see so many people. Say God, 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 but they don't say Jesus or Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. You'll be catching, you'll catch things if you're really moving by the Spirit. And he that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father, which he has sent him. And we can go a step further now because now we're in the Word. And we honor Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So if we're honoring Jesus and the Holy Spirit and they honor not you, then they're not of the Father. Verily I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life. And he shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death to life. Verily I say unto you, the hour comes and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. And they shall hear and they shall live. For the Father has life in Himself, and He has given it to the Son as everlasting life in Himself, and has given Him authority to execute judgment. Also, because He is the Son of God, marvel not at this, 
For the hour is come, that which is our, and the grave shall hear the voice, and shall come forth. Walking graves. He called them walking tombs. We're going to open tombs up because they're living tombs. They're dead on the inside, and they just have a body and a name that they're alive, but they're dead on the inside according to the scriptures of Revelation. So we open the tomb and take them out of, of, of that, and they become born again. So they're raising people up from the dead, the walking dead, too. It's not only going to be the flesh. Jesus always does something in the natural to see what's going to be happening in the supernatural. They ate him in the wilderness, and it was a piece of bread that came from heaven as a form of a... And just they got mad and murmured and complained all the time because they didn't have any salt and pepper. And it was bland, you know, they're like, well, the leeks tasted better. Yeah, but you were in bondage. You were worked all day for the leeks. Now you're free and you, and you want to murmur and complain in the wilderness all the time. Do you think God's going to take you to the promised land? Yeah. You're always... And then you're going to come against your brothers and sisters? And then you think... And then come against Moses and leadership and think, and think God's just going to... gonna you know he, he doesn't like that. He wants to take you in there. And He's taking us in there. Oh, but you want to complain not only about the man of God, but also about God Himself. Because Moses didn't send down the... The quail and all that. It was God. That's what we do in religion. We always want better. God, why don't you do that? He's like, why don't you do what I tell you and you'll have everything you need. Because you still want. And when I'm all you want, you'll have everything you need. As long as you want, you're going to be in need. And he said, and he sent John to bear witness of the truth. Here it goes again. For the Father has life in Himself and given all authority. And we have all authority actually the same. He's given it unto us. And you come forth that you have done good unto the resurrection life, that you may have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. For I can't do nothing of myself, but I hear, I judge, my judgment is just. Remember he said that? Because I seek not my own will, but... So if you're seeking the will of God, your judgment is just in the will of the Father, which has sent me. I bear witness. I bear witness of myself. My witness is... If I bear witness to myself, my witness is not true. Nobody better be preaching about themselves or any man on the earth will preach about Jesus. He's going to bear witness of it. There's a lot of people saying they're the Christ and all that, and they got more followers than the people that are pointing to Jesus. I wonder how that works. If it's all in the Scripture. What about the guy in Miami and the guy in uh, uh, Venezuela and the guy in um, Argentina? 3,000 parishioners in a, in a place all given that... And he comes down once a year, gives his speech, and it's new age, and they say he's the Christ man, and they get more people. See, because the Holy Spirit's hated. Because if you're not connected to the Spirit, you're not going to be able to, to to bear it. You're gonna, it's gonna irritate you. You're not gonna like. You're not gonna be able to love. You're not gonna be able to be one Spirit. But it's not the Spirit's fault. You need to be born again. God resists the proud, gives grace to the humble. You need to humble yourself. Humility gets everything from heaven. And the Father Himself, which He has sent Him, had borne witness to me that you have neither heard the voice of any time nor seen the shape. And you have this word abiding in you, for whom He has sent Him you believe not. Search the Scriptures. Because that, of course, is going to... He's telling him, you know Him, right? It's right there. Why can't you see it? Oh, you're blind? Why are you blind? And He says, because you say you see, now you you remain blind. I'm right there. Don't you see me? I'm in Isaiah. I'm there. I'm there. But oh, why? Because you're not born again. I am the kingdom walking now. 
And in you will not come unto me that you might have life. He said that the Scriptures, they are they that which testify me. And you and me are in the Scriptures right now. They testify of us. We've been predestined. We're, we're in it and we're in the New Testament. We're the royal priests of the holy nation, pure people, the remnant, filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized. We're called the church. We're not going to taste the second death. We're being changed into the image of the one who created us, breathing life into us. And the fivefold ministers raising us up. The giants in the land being raised up so they can raise up the body of Christ to full stature in the measure of Christ that we look and act like Him because the world's waiting for that manifestation of sons and daughters that move in the Spirit. Not in need. Religion loves need. Yeah, we do do this. God's like, yeah, you did do this. But hey, I have this thing against you. I have this thing against you. That's good you do that, but if you did it in the Spirit, more people would be saved. More people would be healed. More people would know about me. But now everybody knows about you and your ministry because you do everything to be seen a man. You give your alms to be seen a man. You do this to be seen a man. You and you 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 keep how many you document all the all the things that you do. So people can be and no one can no one's going to come against humanitarian needs. They'd be a fool. Everyone would attack them, but they want to come against the spirit. But wow, the spirit's not doing that today, and they'll come against you. You need to do this, this, this. I don't need to do nothing but what God tells me to do. Now you speak by the Spirit, my Spirit will be a witness. And I say, God, how do I do this? <laughs> Big difference. You should do this. You need to do this. You need this. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't listen to this music. You should tell me what I need to do. And the Holy Spirit will tell me what I need to do. Mm-hmm. You're just a legalist. And then, you, and then on the side, you do. I, I go to your page. You go down, go down the block a little bit. Go and someone's saying, "It's like, oh my gosh." God delivered from all these. They do all this. My God, don't even let me start to judge, because they do twenty things I don't do anymore, and they find two things I do that God hasn't told me not to do anymore. Hmm, what's in that? Am I being led by somebody's legalistic rules, or am I being led by the Spirit? I can't tell you not to celebrate birthdays tomorrow. We don't celebrate them, but if someone does or does something nice, or God tells us to do it one year and not another year, who are you? If God is okay with it, then I'm free. I don't be led by the need for somebody's birthday because now it's that day and that time. And you know what? And sometimes we've got to be broken off that because God might be leading us a spiritual thing to do for one time and not do it for five years because we're free. We're not honoring the paganism. We're honoring the people. We're honoring the Spirit. We're honoring God inside of us that wants to move and do and be our God. Because the world has told us what is God. The world has told us how we are to follow God. And then religion comes, or legalists says everything else is wrong, but God doesn't deliver us yet fully from that. And then we live in this place of bitterness, anger, resentment, and, and criti- critical, criticizing, fault-finding, and everything else that everybody else does is wrong, but everything I do is right. But then those people can go look at you and say, wait, God hasn't shown you that. that he, why did He show me that? Because the spiritual people know that God will do what He needs to do in those that He loves. And we preach the Word and the Holy Spirit and when more people around you and they don't do things, you don't want to do them anyway. You say, let me get on board quicker. Because I don't want to look stupid. Everyone, that's what tribes and families are about. They're not to persecute or make people feel bad. No one has to do anything if they don't want to. Free choice. You don't have to be saved just because you come here. 
Free choice. You don't have to go to mission trips. Free choice. You don't have to even listen to these messages. Free choice. But I'll say what's good for you. My job is to point you in the right direction. I'm going to push you to Jesus. I'm going to tell you what's the real Word of God and what's not. And then you get, and they get mad at the message. Why? Because who is He? Being led by the Spirit. Two different people. The oracle and the person. The person's working out His salvation. The oracle's speaking from God. You're not perfect. No, but I'm, God's perfect. I'm giving you the perfect Word. Now let the Holy Spirit work in your life. Never said we're perfect. But here we're bringing the perfection of the Word so we all can raise up in maturity and stature of Christ. Mm-hmm. Big different. Religion, our way is the only way. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life. And I am spirit and I am life. Yeah. He said, who has come to the Father? He said, they that know you. He said, you receive not honor from men. And he says, he says the Scriptures testify me and you that will not come unto me that you might have life. I receive not the honor from men, but I know that you have not the love of God in you. I come not on my Father's name, and you receive me not. If I came in another, you shall receive his own name, the devil. Him you will receive. How can you believe which receive honor from one another, and seek not the honor from one that comes from God only? Do you not think that I will excuse you to the Father, the one that accused you? Even Moses, in whom you would trust, for had you believed Moses, you would have believed me. They didn't even believe Moses, but they want to use Moses because he wrote the scriptures, but really they don't even believe him because they would have been in the wilderness. Because look at their heart now. What do you mean their heart would have been better after coming out of Egypt and seeing the, 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 the thing? He said, and he also goes on and says, You killed all the prophets before me. He also says, You're going to kill me too. Now let me send my son. They surely won't kill my son. Religion kills everything. It's a murder. Religion will kill your joy. It'll kill your life. It'll kill your friendships. It'll kill your destiny. It'll kill your relationship with God. And eventually it'll kill you. Because you'll commit suicide. Because you'll come in agreement with religion. And then all of a sudden your destiny is done. Judas's destiny was not to... God did not create anybody to commit suicide. God wrote it out because He saw that happen. Because God wrote the plan because He saw Judas and used him. And He prophesied what He already saw happen. God saw everything predestined. Not everybody's predestined until you get to the finish line. You can read predestined to be conformed in the image of God. You can read predestined to be born again. You can read what you're supposed to be. But until it happens, I mean really, till you endure till the end, till the whole thing, you don't really know. So, don't tell me your prayer saves you. A prayer gets, gets the engine started. But it doesn't get you to the grocery store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, it, it, it gets you to the door, but you've got to walk with Christ. And that's what people think. It's like, I mean, I, I, I'll get the whole world saved if I can convince them. To, get, get the whole world in front of me, and I'll convince them to say a prayer. And everybody thinks they're so angry. i got... We want one million people to the Lord. Yeah, you got one people to say a prayer. Now, let's see how many people go home and follow the Lord. Yeah. You know? Look at Give money to our ministry. Look at all the people we had to say a prayer. We have this many stuff. You don't have... Oh, really? God said Gideon. Oh, you have all these people. No, no, no. I'll say 300 that really want to drink the river. That's right. 
300 that are bowing down, lazy, getting everything, that are watching and praying and looking and, and they're bringing the, the river to them. That are watching. Religion does what religion does. Sons and daughters do what the Spirit does. Oh, here it is. God only needs us because He made a need for us. Is that what I said? John 6, real quick. I'm going to go through it really fast. Oh, man, I wish... I don't do part two, so... <laughs> it's all or nothing. Cram it in or... No, we don't... This is so good, we're going to make a six-week series out of it. You're going to know... You'll be walking in the Spirit. Make sure you come back next week. By the end of six weeks, you'll definitely be walking in the Spirit. John 6, 35 through 57. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. Let me just skip down for the sake of time. And he said it, because I don't want to miss the point, the main point of the whole thing. And he said, The Father giveth and me shall come unto me. And him that... Oh, here, this is the main thing. Everybody needs salvation. Everybody needs Jesus. But we're not supposed to run after everybody about it. We be led by the Spirit. And God will have everyone supposed to be. And the Father giveth me shall come to me. The Father that gives to me shall come to me. And him that come to me, I will in no wise cast him out. For I've come down from heaven, not on my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. I preach the gospel to the nations, not on my own will, but the one who sent me. I started hot with the vision of the one who gave it to me. The problem is, nothing's of our own accord but religion. Our church is popping up like popcorn because... It's a, it, there's a need. No, it's not about a need. Every, yeah, everybody needs God. But is it birthed out by the Spirit? Big difference. You'll see the fruit of that. Yeah. And the Father gave it to me and come unto me. Him I ca- and I will, and wise and cast him out. For I have come down from heaven. And this is the Father's will which has sent me that of that have given me I shall lose nothing but shall raise it up again on the last day. And this is the will of Him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on Him will have everlasting life. That's God's That's what He wants. And I will raise Him up on the last day. Then we, what do we get? God again. Free will, right? And it says, then He goes back and says, preach to every creature, but by the Spirit. If that's the case, then everybody's never can't, I mean, you can't go to work and preach to the boss every single day and then everyone there and be working but he said preach every if you take and God said go and preach the gospel to the poor and preach the gospel to every creature so everyone you see and every frog that hops across your path you're preaching the gospel <laughs> you're never going to be able to do nothing else God didn't create everyone just to preach the gospel to for something he wants us to move by the spirit Amen. he was telling the disciples now go and preach it He's, what he's saying is, I don't care what religion they are, I don't care what, when the Spirit draws you to them, preach it to any type of people. We take so many things out of context. God, just show me that just a second. Preach the, the gospel and, to, and, that all, and disciple all nations. That's the disciple all nations. That's the one in Luke. So he says here, and he says, The Father will... Okay, going on to... And his own will, and sent me everyone which seeth the Son, and believeth on him. Okay, let's go to 4.21. And the Jews then murmured, of course. And because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, for whose father and mother we know? How is it then that saith them, 
Someone was trying to dig stuff up because that's what they do with us all the time. And it was like, it's so funny. It's like, you know, all of us have a great testament, right? Some of us were bank robbers. Some of us, you know. <laughs> some of us were in the mafia. Yeah, we got a really awesome place there. No, see, whatever it might be. I'm, I'm talking it's kingdom, like right? <laughs> some of us, you know, whatever. I don't even want to say bad, bad stuff, right? Now, 12 years later, 15 years later, and now you're preaching the gospel, doing the right thing, and you're born again, and your God's blotted everything out. We've had people come, dig up my whole past when I'm doing it. You can't go to that place. This person's been arrested 47 times. He's been in, um, he's been in prison. He's, he's uh, uh, what was, I forget what, you guys probably know my testimony better than me because I said uh, 47. Five <laughs> Yeah, anyway, it goes on and on. And um, taking all the pills and all that stuff. This guy's crazy. And it's like, you know, and it's like, wow, isn't that really stupid? It's like, and back then, if you were getting a job and you had that pass, you'd be like, um, you know, expunge it, get my record. And it's like, now I'm like, no, hey, good. Tell it on the rooftop. And it's like, you know, it's like, well, I've changed, you know, I went to this. I used to be a drunk and alcoholic, but now... And like people would be like, well, I don't know if I want to hire that person because, you know, they're in the world. But in the kingdom, you're like, that's awesome, right? It's called testament. So people sit there telling other people about that kind of stuff to try. I don't know who there's. It happened twice this last month. Two different people. I don't remember. You know, if you're in this room, but it's like that's so funny. All of a sudden, for an instant, I'm like, oh my gosh, and you start to think, oh yeah. Why do people that can't do? It's like, oh wait, that's the whole thing about it—the new creation. Anyone in Christ is a new creation. All things pass away; all things become new. That's the whole glory. That's how God gets all His glory. Oh, that's great! It's like, and then you can use that thing to tell them the gospel. Yeah, isn't that great? Now that now the person doesn't rob banks anymore, and and um, whatever. But people think like that. It's like you know for sure they're not saying these are supposable Christians. I'm talking about religious spirits. No, these are Christians I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about the world because they don't really care. What, follow whatever you want. Just leave us alone. Get away. Religious people. Oh my God. You can't. You, they want an oracle. They want some diplomas. They want to know that you've been ordained. They want to know that you've been ordained by the, you know, the right denomination. Uh, you know, you've been... Uh, some guy came here and he wanted to see my credentials. I said, what are they? I said, what are credentials? Like, you're coming here wanting me to finish credentials. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm, look at me, this is the credential. I was dead and now I'm alive. He called me, now I preach. The words I say are not my own. I get it. So, I mean, what credentials? I mean, what is that? And then for, for a minute, you start to think, yeah. And I used to look for credentials right when we started the thing because everyone was coming and people were sending us resumes about. Their credentials. And I'm like, what do you think we're starting here? Some kind of, uh, I don't know. Like, I was like, remember? The guys were emailing all these, I've been here, I've been to this, you know, and I'm the, I was like, that's not the kingdom. Jesus took the fishermen. He took the tax, the thief, the tax collector, all that, and he changed them and he used them. And he said, not Jesus, the son of Joseph. And he, they murmured clay and said, I am the bread that came from heaven. And they said, Aren't you uh, your father and mother? We know. Who is this then that 
saying, I come down from heaven. It's like, because what? They're thinking naturally. That's what religion does. They find flaws in their own little their own little focus, you know, like they're diggers. They dig up fault, fault finders. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent him. Draw him to me. Here he says it again. And I will raise and now God's gonna draw people to you. But you gotta open your mouth when he does. Mm-hmm. You gotta say what he's gonna say. He says, and I will raise him up on the last day, for it is written, even a prophet. And they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that has heard and has learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man has seen the Father, save him that God has seen the Father. Verily I say unto you that he that believeth on me is everlasting life. I am the bread of life. And your fathers did eat men and too in the wilderness and are dead. And the bread which come down from heaven... And did eat, I'm the living bread, come down from heaven, and anyone that eat this bread shall live forever. And the bread I, that you eat is my flesh, and I give my life to the world. And the Jews therefore strove amongst themselves. They strove amongst themselves. How can this man give us this flesh to eat? How can this drug dealer tell me what I should do right or wrong? How should this uh, ex-alcoholic tell me how to live my life? Who, yeah, that's what that religious spirit did. Whosoever eats my flesh, drinks my blood, has eternal life. And I'll raise him up on the last day. Third time he said that. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth it and drinketh it dwelleth with me, and I am him. I am. There we go again. Free will. You gotta drink it. You gotta eat it. You gotta drink it. You gotta eat it. That's a good song. When you get in God's business, he gets in your business. When you get moved in the Spirit, you'll know what to pray. It might not be for you. It might not be for your kids. you got to pray by the Spirit, and then He'll move on your things. Because that's what He does. You get, a, you get involved in God's business. You start moving in the Spirit. You might have your, your family left alone for a long time, and all of a sudden, things will start happening. Relationships will start mending. Things will start happening. And, or we fight in the wilderness, and we scratch, and we bite, and we devour one another. And we get mad at God because He's not... We did all this for God. We went to Africa three times. We're building homes. We're doing this. We're fulfilling all these people's needs. And you're not fulfilling mine. <laughs> and then He's like, No, you, I want you to be led by the Spirit. And then you're, I'll fulfill your needs and mine. And, and. So He says, Last, last Scripture. Romans 8, Therefore, now there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who don't walk after the needs, who don't walk after the flesh, who don't walk after and run after people that God's not running after, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit is life, and the life in Christ had made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do that was weak through the flesh and what you can't do but what God can do through you big different story. Sending His own Son into the likeness of now sending you in the likeness of His Son and for sin I'm not saying us for sin I'm just making a thing that God's now sending us by the Spirit because we are His hands and feet. 
condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us that walk in the... Do you know when you walk in need, you start walking in the law? Because you're walking in need. I need to fast. I need to pray. Did the Spirit lead you? Because if not, you're doing it in the flesh. And then you're under the law. And you're under works. And then you're, you, you become self-righteous because I do fast more. I pray more. I do this and we do this and we do this and I go out on the street more and I do... And then like, I do, I do, I do. And he's like, but... And Jesus is saying, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. You did, you did, you did. Are you happy with what you did? But you're not happy. Because when you're in the Spirit, you have joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. Everybody can stand up. Amy, can you come up? And the righteousness is that. So it's those that walk in the Spirit. See, Christians think they don't, they're never going to have condemnation because they're walking. They, 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 they're, they're, the, they're, they're in Christ Jesus. But you can't be in Christ Jesus when you're walking in the flesh. He is Spirit. You've got to walk in the Spirit. And we'll preach. This is this, I mean, this is such an easy... People, they, they, they get up there in false grace and they say, there's no condemnation, but you're living in sin, you're doing what you want, and the devil's tormenting you, and the guy on the pulpit's like, there's no condemnation, that's just that you just ignore it. And, and God's like, that is my mercy, you better repent. <laughs> he said to be carnally, to be need-minded is death. So for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they those that are after the need mind the things of the need. Think about it. Well, and the religious say, well, it's, that's not what it says, but that's what the Spirit is saying to you right now. Whether you want to reject it or receive it, it doesn't matter. But they that are after the Spirit do mind the things of the Spirit. It's very important right there. You can read that all day. They that are after the need do mind the things of the need. We're not going to Brazil and starting hot because they need a church which we can go anywhere. Because the Spirit is sending us there. And because of that, there's going to be way more warfare probably if we went somewhere and just planted ourselves by the need. See, today's religious society and people in the church always moved by the need. They look at the thing and they say, where's the church? There's not a church in this much dominion. So this would be a great church. How many people live there? They do all this mathematical thing and they say, we can really reach a lot of people here and they go plant themselves but they come with a grace gospel and they're doing nowhere and it's like, did God send it or not? Well, you'll know at the end if they're standing on the rock because when the, when the shaking comes and the storms come, you'll know who is of the rock. Because they're going to be right with you in the Spirit. Because God's going to lead them right to your cave, your den, the place, wherever you are. Because you're one with Him. doesn't matter who you get along with now. If they're led by the Spirit, you'll see them again. But you are not of the, of the need, but of the Spirit, it says flesh. And if so, that the Spirit of God dwells in you, know that any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Any man that has the Spirit of Christ moves by the Spirit of Christ. And Christ be in him. The body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him raised up Jesus from the dead, dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead, shall quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwells in you. Therefore, we are not debtors to needs 
or to works or to the flesh. To live after the need or after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, you shall die. And I say, if you live after the need, you'll be in need. Because it says God knows what we need before we ask Him. So don't ask for what you need. Pray in the Spirit. Warfare in the Spirit. Move in the Spirit and you'll see more things happening. And that's where God's bringing His bride. A church, a people. Moving in the Spirit. One accord, one Spirit, one flesh, one doctrine, one Holy Ghost, one Father, one Spirit, one bride, without spot or wrinkle. Religion, our spots, doctrines, our wrinkles, whatever. If you can make it, it's right in there. They, they're swollen with what they think. But they're not of the Spirit. Children, then heirs with God, joint heirs with Christ. So if we suffer with Him, and that means we'll suffer with one another in the Spirit. See, we had dreams this week coming. We got one from Guatemala, one from here, one from someone else, and one from someone that's not even... Because it was all by the Spirit. Right? The Spirit's not in one place. It's all over the earth, but it's in one accord with what God is saying and doing. And if someone's moving in the flesh, whether it be something that looks spiritual, doesn't mean it's by the Spirit. It might look spiritual, but it's not. The only way to learn to flow with those in the Spirit is submit to the Spirit. Humble yourself. He says, learn of me. I am meek and humbly. And all those that come unto me, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. His burden is light. Wow, that doesn't mean you got to take on the whole world. Every need of every everybody. That's why they picked seven people for the to go counsel and do those things. So, Father, we thank You that we are the spirit of adoption. You have delivered us, O God, from the bondage of corruption unto the glorious liberty. We are the children of God. We are subject unto You, God, not unto vanity. We have this same hope. And not only they, but ourselves also, that we are the, that we are the first fruits of the Spirit, even ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to move in the Spirit with our brothers and sisters. For we are saved by hope, by hope that is seen and not is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, what does he yet hope for? But if you hope for something, we see not, then we do we patient we wait patiently wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us, moves us, leads us, works through us. And we shall know what we should pray for as we ought to. Stop praying for needs and just wait on the Spirit. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings we cannot be uttered. And that searcheth the hearts and knoweth the mind of the Spirit. Everyone says, how do you know this person? This is about this person. The Spirit told me. What do you mean? you got to hang out with Him. you got to know. You can't know just like that. Why not? Jesus did. He said, woman, I just set you up. You got more than one. You got five husbands. And the guy that you that you with now ain't even your husband. Conviction. Holy Spirit drew. Boom. Salvation. 
go do that and you're not led by the Spirit, see if, see if you get a black eye. <laughs> you might know all things and He might say, I'm telling you all things because I want you to pray. And maybe in a month you're going to go say. People move in the flesh, man, and even in a gift, they're going to get they're going to get trouble. They're going to get... And, and it's like a loaded gun and you just start shooting and, and, and you need to move in the Spirit. They learned to move with Jesus. They got tired, but He wanted to pray. They didn't want to pray. But eventually, they started seeing things happening with Him and all the things they said, hey, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to move in the Spirit is what they're saying. Well, how do these demons come out? With, with you and not me. Some don't come out without prayer and fasting. By the Spirit. By the Spirit. And know that all things work together. For those that then that love God and are called according to His purpose, not, our, not needs, to His purpose. For whom He did pre-know, He did predestinate to be... See, not only predestinate to go into heaven predestined to be conformed everybody say conformed into the image of his son that we might be the firstborn among many of us moreover he did predestinate he also called whom he called he justified and whom he justified he also glorified that we shall we then say to these things if God be for us who can be against us the one that spared on his own son and gave himself free to give us all things. Gave us all things. Who shall lay charge to God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is that condemns us? It is Christ that died, rather, that is risen again. Who is even on the right hand of God that also makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from him? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine nakedness, pearls, pearls of sword. For it is written, for thy sake, we are all killed all day long. That means persecuted by the religious. Who, is, who killed Jesus? The religious people that knew God. The ones that say they knew God and they were God was right with them ended up killing God. <laughs> Figure that one out. And everybody that began to know God knew that they weren't really of God. But you got to know God to know who is of God and who is not of God. For I'm persuaded neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities or present things to come, height nor death or any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. But guess what? We can separate ourselves. It doesn't say but us. By rejecting His love by us leaving Him. But nothing the devil can Religion can't. Nothing can separate us from God. We can walk away from God. Sin or separate us for a minute, but if we have a repentant heart, He's right there. Amen. The blood of Jesus brings us back up. The veil has been torn. Nothing can separate us. Not an old veil and not nobody's needs. We are doers of the Word, not hearers only, deceiving not ourselves. Father, we thank you. We decree and declare. Let's decree and declare together right now. Father, I thank you that you sent your Son on the earth to partner with your body 
That we might walk in the Spirit. Not after the need, but after the Spirit. I thank You, Lord Jesus, that nothing can separate me from Your Spirit. I submit to You, to Your blood, to Your power, to Your cross. I decree and I declare that I am a child of God. No man, no religion, nobody can separate me. Nobody can judge me. Only You, Jesus. We thank You. And we bear witness that we are the sons of God. And we will walk in the Spirit and not fulfill the needs of the flesh or the deeds of the flesh or the works of the flesh. But we will walk in the Spirit. We won't walk in the letter. We will be like Enoch. And we will walk with God. Father, I thank You that religion has nothing for me. I ask You, Jesus, to fill me with Your Holy Spirit. To fill me with Your fire. To fill the nations of the world with the Spirit of the living God. And I thank You and I bless everybody who curses me. I pray for everybody who despitefully uses me. I thank you that what people in religion might not understand, people in the Spirit will begin to understand. I thank you, Father, that you do not throw your pearls before swine that they trample upon it. But you throw it to the spiritual. To the sons and the daughters. Father, we don't want crumbs. We want the whole loaf. We thank you, Jesus. And we drink your blood. We eat your flesh. Teach us how to pray. How to move in the Spirit. How to pray in the Spirit. That we will see signs and wonders follow you because God never said they're going to follow you in the sense of the flesh but follow you when you're walking in the Spirit. So today we serve you, Jesus. We praise your holy name. We don't lift up man. We don't lift up denominations. We don't lift up anything but our cross today, God. Receive us now unto you, Father. Fill us more. Burn out more. Holy fire. Consume everything. Shake everything. And we come against every wile of the devil. We shut the mouth of the lion. We rip his teeth out. And we take back everything the enemy has stolen. Everything that the palmer and the canker worm have eaten up. In seasons of complacency. And religion. And walking in needs. But today, we command everything back. By the Spirit of the living God. 
We come out of the wilderness, leaning on our beloved, walking in integrity, walking in truth, walking in love, walking in joy, walking in peace, walking in the Spirit of God. This is our portion. This is our this is our reward. Everything we need is in Jesus Christ. And we receive it now. Every good thing that comes from above. We receive you, Holy Spirit. Amen.